and we're live thank you guys for listening to how far podcast i am your host whitney and oh you guys don't know how much like how long this has honestly been in the works like my friends have heard me talk about having a podcast for like two years like every time i'm just like i'm about to do this i'm gonna do this i'm gonna start it when and do you know what like last week i was just like I'm going to do this. I'm going to make, I'm going to make a flyer or I'm, I'm going to make a logo. I'm going to do this. So I just did it. I made it. I got on anchor. I did the damn thing. So thank you guys so much for the feedback on the trailer. Um, feel free to comment, like, do what you can, thumbs up, whatever. Just give me some type of engagement, some type of feedback. And thank you guys for listening. So now we can just go into like how this podcast is going to work. And like I said in my trailer, it's just how far, like, what's happening, opinions, and us just, you know, sharing and talking about things that either people don't talk about, just, like, different perspectives and all of that good stuff. Um, and so how I want to start is just me telling you how my week is going, how my day is going, all of that, and then we can, you know, get into the topics. So sometimes it will be me, sometimes it would just it will be me and my friends or strangers or, you know, anybody who wants to come on. And if you want to come on, just go ahead and, you know, um, send it on my personal Instagram or follow the podcast Twitter at How Far Podcast on Twitter and you can listen on Spotify, you can listen on Breakout, Anchor, anywhere that you can find, just go ahead and Google How Far Podcast and listen wherever else that you can. Um, so let's just go ahead and, you know, get in, get into it. So how far with me? My week is going okay. Um, I just had more meetings than I've honestly even had in a month. I had like six meetings in one week, sometimes twice a day. But it's just because you're trying to, you know, prep and let everyone know when to come back into the office and they're trying to bring people in um, batches to the office. And so I go back this Monday, which is, you know, bittersweet, but... I mean, I am happy that I'll be able to leave my space, which kind of like takes us into our episode of today because this episode is how much space do we really need? Like, you know, every, everyone's, this has been like really, really tough times um, with the whole coronavirus thing going on and people are having to stay in their homes. They're having to stay with family, friends, lovers, like people are, you know, some people are in, you know, their mansions, all the celebrities and some people are in a one bedroom with themselves and family members and some people are just in a, in an unsafe space and so we're just talking about how much space do we really need there's humans and how much space do you have how are you dealing with your space like is your space safe is it comfortable are you happy like what's going on so before I even go into the episode, I will be having two people on today. I'll be having my friend who will give us a perspective on, you know, like how she is, like how she's managing her space with her boyfriend and my cousin who will talk about how he's managing his space with his family. But um, I do kind of want to go into like how I was feeling when this whole Corona thing happened. Um, so I remember I was at work and I was like looking at the news or something like that. And it was like coronavirus. No, I was watching it on YouTube. It was YouTube. And it was like coronavirus in China. And in my head, I mean, I think at that point, like people were talking about it and how it was like moving and people were actually getting it in America and all of that stuff. And not that I took it as a joke or anything, but I think in that moment I was thinking like, okay, like we've survived the bird flu, Ebola, SARS, what is the other one? Um, H1N1. Like, we've survived all of this. Like, you know, this is the thing. America is the ghetto. Like, America is the ghetto. The health system, non-existent. But I was hoping that, you know, like, if we've survived the war in the past, like, we will be able to get through this, you know? 
Um, and uh, it's it's quite it's been tough. And so in the very beginning, I wasn't not that I wasn't taking it serious, but I was just trying not to panic. So it was more of like be cautious, don't panic. And even till now, I'm still preaching that like be cautious wash your hands stay in your house if you can like if you're not essential if you're not going out to get essential things like stay home and just try to make it work and it can be really really tough but you know just just try to stay home and just try just just be really careful man um but as for myself i mean doing it alone has been challenging because i've had to find ways to like excite myself (laughs) even though a person that likes to honestly i love my own space i love love being in my own home i don't really like going out i'm not too social but i've had to make sure that i've made a routine for myself like i bought a desk that way i'm not like working on my bed all day that way my house is divided like i have it i have an office i have a movie theater in my living room and then in my room i can you know kind of do whatever else and then after work every single day i have to take a walk i'm just like when i do that it just makes me feel like i'm coming back from the office when i come back you know so it's it's it helps me separate everything that's going on and give me a routine like i'm still i put an alarm sound i wake up at seven o'clock every single day and i'm, I'm at my desk at like 8 30 at the latest to like start working that way i'm still keeping the routine and i'm still kind of finding a way to make things normal ish um that way i can feel a lot better like that's honestly how i've been coping that's how i've been coping but anyhow sha uh my friend is about to come on and she's going to you know kind of let us know like how she's doing the whole thing with Taman and how it's going because man some people are really really struggling on twitter i don't know if you guys saw but some people were really really having a hard time so what will happen is our during these episodes whenever we have someone coming on um it's either i kind of just jump right into it or i'm gonna play a little music but i think today i want to try the whole like music thing and just kind of do a little music in there and when we come back she will be here and we can get to know what's popping with her Hey guys, so here I have my friend, and she'll just be telling us her perspective on how she's doing, like, being with her boyfriend during this whole self-isolation and self-isolating with one other person. Personally, I'm doing mine alone by myself, so my experience is different. I just want to know how couples are doing, because on Twitter, it was a madness, like that first week people were just like are we breaking up are we staying together um so i just want to know like how my friend's doing with her relationship if this is their breaking points what will happen no god forbid but um (laughs) so how far your week well um my week so far was pretty good i mean i worked out what else i got creative with some recipes but other than that like it was pretty you know simple basic and the, the same thing waking up the same way and feeling like you're in prison but hey it could be worse people are losing their lives every day so you have to be thankful for the little things like being able to have shelter and food and amenities i mean this could be way worse i don't i it makes me feel like i don't know how people in like other countries like nigeria are doing when they take light and stuff like that Bro. because it's like dang like i at least have that what have you learned from this experience um what i've learned i guess to put it in a more to wrap everything together on what i learned is being patient and just you know what i asked for trying to give the same thing which is respect or reciprocal of that which is basically respect like what i'm asking for or what 
like I guess when you hear people say practice what you preach or like what you're telling them you want them to do like I try to do the same thing now because it's like how do I expect somebody to give me that or do that if I'm not doing it myself Right. so I've just been trying to put myself in other people's shoes as well as a, a lot of it is patience because whoo I did not have that <laughs> I did not have that and it shows <laughs> it really shows Mm. Yeah, I don't know because I mean I'm by myself, so I'm only I'm only responsible for myself. I don't have to worry about anybody else. True. So I feel like people that are in relationships or like with their families, like if you're in a home where you're the one that's cooking, how has that been going? Are you the one that's that's like cooking, washing the plates, putting pretty, the dishes away? Much. I mean, now when it comes to plates, like this ain't no this ain't no husband wife situation. It's just you're here for the time being. So. He's picking up slack and stuff like that. However, when it comes to cooking, I don't really think my partner cooks like that. So I'm the one that does most of the cooking. So that was kind of like irritating during the time of like online classes because it's like if you don't cook, then how's this person going to eat? And you know, guys like they like to eat. So it's like it gets irritating because sometimes like I'm not always in the mood. Like don't get me wrong, I like cooking a whole lot, but it's like. I'm not always in the mood for that. Sometimes I do eat out because it's more convenient. And because I don't eat a lot, like, that one meal that I eat out could be, you know, it for me. But if somebody else is, like, has a bigger stomach or appetite, they'd probably want to eat breakfast, eat lunch, and then dinner or eat more than that. So that can be really irritating as well because it's like, I'm not about to be sitting here like no cafeteria lady. Like, (laughs) I got things I want to do too. Like, I want to lay down and do nothing. Like, how about that? But, like, how are you getting personal space if you're having for to be in this one personal, place with somebody? For me, personal space, it's, it's very limited. So, I mean, I'm in an apartment with other people as well, but they must they mostly stay in their rooms unless they're using the kitchen. And we have a living room, but I don't want to stay over there because my room is my safe place. So, that's where I really like to be. So, for me, personal space is very important because... I technically, without my roommates, because everybody goes about their own lives, I, I live by myself in a sense because I'm in my room most of the time and I don't have to see these people. So for me, it's like when it comes to personal space, I have to do little things like in, including like in the midst of this pandemic with my partner, like I have to do little things like brush my teeth a little longer, uh, take a shower for longer than I would like and at the same time put on some music. So it's like I'm not so much drowning in my thoughts about what I'm irritated by this week or last night or this morning, like getting out to go take a walk or exercise outdoors, which is really hard because it's hot in Texas. It's too hot. (laughs) Yeah, like too hot. Like can't even sit in the car. It's hot. So I'm like, I try to find little things like that to separate myself or I get creative because that's really what pushes me when I get frustrated. When I'm frustrated, I always end up at the gym, but I can't do that right now. So I'm starting to pour it into, like, cooking more often and doing stuff to challenge myself and get better at things I don't know how to do. I think a lot of people think that it's fun, you know, being with your significant other for so long. And I'm like, in the beginning, it's just like a honeymoon stage. It's fun. But then you realize vacation is over. That vacation is over now. It's like real life. Mm-hmm. Like vacation becomes over when this person starts getting on your nerves or they don't like what you cook or they're like, oh, I, I'd rather do this. And you're like, but I'd rather do this. And they're like, well, I'm not interested. And you're not getting in your feelings. And it's like, 
well, what are you going to do about it? Because this yeah. is your boyfriend or this is your girlfriend. Like, this is who they are. And it's like, maybe you've never, like, thought about it before, but now you're getting scared on, dang, like, I'm really thinking about, like, being with this guy forever? Like, <laughs> I want to marry him? <laughs> because this guy's getting on my nerves. Like, you start getting scared. Mm-hmm. And in the relationship, you are, you're supposed to see, like, the little things, you know, in the beginning, and then when you move in, you see the nasty. But for me, it's like, this has matured me in a way that I I think is bittersweet, and it has showed me a lot, like, you're built to handle this, but at the same time, you have a lot to learn. For me, like, self-isolating by myself was fun in the beginning, so I'm like, this is, this is me, I love this, like, don't invite me anywhere because because at first, you know, I was seeing those tweets of people who love to stay home and they were like, don't invite me nowhere because I was still flake. And I was like, girl, that's me. Don't invite mm-hmm. me. I was still flake. I'm not going to go out with you. But like, and I'm like, I don't really like people. But being here and I'm like, human interaction is so important. Like, it's so important. Like, I remember one time, like when this whole thing first started, I was literally like going to the store every Saturday. That way I could see other human beings, like just like to see Saturday. people. More literally about every day. I was fighting <laughs> to be like, I forgot this at the store. I gotta go back. <laughs> like, I couldn't. I couldn't. In this whole process of being with somebody else and then having to be in the house all the time or most of the time at least, have you felt like you're lonely? Like you're still lonely even though you're with somebody? Yeah, I've definitely felt that. And I have, he, well, he has his stints where he tries to be there or he tries to, you know, bond and that's only because I have been vocal like I said communication and I've said I want to you know bond together I want to be able to say let's do something together but I still have those majority of the time feelings where I feel alone and another question I had about that was like am I asking for too much because he's already here or is that you know like normal yeah I feel you that's freaking crazy but uh, I hope that we all come out of this on the other side with all the skills that we have learned, whether that's communication, whether that's a new skill set, whether that's just doing something that we've always wanted to do. People that don't really sleep, getting enough sleep, like uh-huh. just people being able to rest. Thank you so much for coming on. You're our no first problem. guest. Woo, woo. Honored. Uh, <laughs> I'm honored. I'm flattered. <laughs> Bring me back. No problem. You're always welcome back here. If we if we ever need you, I will hit you up again. But thank you Yay. so much. And You're um, welcome. Have a good day. Stay safe. Wash your hands. You too. It's your boy Fortune. I am Whitney's cousin, blood cousin, of course. <laughs> and um, I've been. Um, uh, it's been. I wouldn't. I don't want to say it's been a struggle for me in terms of how I'm handling the stay-at-home order and self-isolating all that because primarily my job had me working from home from the beginning anyway. So the adjustment period wasn't that big versus how others are adjusting because their work was not at home. And um, my, my dad is retired and my mom, she works at Brady, so she's a nurse there. So, you know, it, it, nothing really affected her either. She's still doing the same hours, if not more, to be honest with you. Um, and um, as a family, as a unit, right? Um, you know, we're just, my little brother, he goes to high school, he can't do that anymore, so he was doing most of his classes through, uh, what's that thing called, through Zoom. Um, and my older brother, uh, he had to, we all just staying home. He's not working right now, but you know, when things open up, he'll go back to work. 
and uh, my dad's, I think I said my dad's retired already. So yeah, and we, and when it comes to isolating, um, not really big on, how would you say, we don't really like conglomerate together anyway. So like I have my room, everybody has their room. So I'm usually in my room, either if I'm studying uh, or if I'm at work. And I work a lot of hours, so I'm usually at work, if not sleeping or eating in my room. As in my um, brothers, they're in the game room and for the most part, um, my older brother waits upstairs because when my younger brother's at school, he doesn't want to get in front of the camera or anything like that. And then, of course, my dad's, um, he's finding time to do stuff with his, even though he's retired, he has his own business, so he's just trying to, he spends his time outside in the, um, where does he go, where does he go? He goes into this, uh, I forgot the name of this place, it's like a shelter, not a shelter, but it's like a storage place, storage unit, where he has all of his, his business stuff there, and he just spends his time there all the time, um, you know, doing the six feet away thing from his other business partners. Um, and that's what we're doing. Like, it's just, we had a scare in terms of me. Um, I, I felt like I was coming down with something, but it turns out it wasn't COVID. It was just, you know, I'm allergic to pollen. So it was more of an allergic reaction that I came down with. But even when it was happening, I literally locked myself up and stayed away from my family. That's crazy. Uh, for, for about two weeks. Yeah, it was, it was kind of scary, but then of course I was like, okay, well, this may not be because the symptoms didn't match. Like, the only thing that matched symptom-wise was like, you know, the um, sneezing or the running nose. But then, mm. of course, that's, that's one of the main things with pollen anyway, you know? Right. There's 300 million plus people in America, right? And this thing, this virus has already infected almost 2 million. And we still, to this day, we've known about this since, what, close to January. Or some, some say that the government's known about it even further than that. But still, to this day, we don't have testing to the point where anybody can get tested. Yeah. In fact, you have to have to, I literally have to be showing stuff, like showing the symptoms to get tested. And sometimes people that are showing symptoms, it may be too late for them because it's, some people's bodies are, they are, they behave differently towards the virus. So it's, it's, to me, I'm like, we're so ill-prepared. And now, the whole reopening, it's just like people are just saying, you know what, money is more important, like you said, and then on top of that, it is true. Like, if you're not at work, that's, I think 30, almost 40 million people have filed for, for unemployment. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's a lot of money going towards them, and they need it. But, of course, the government's like, I don't like to do that. Like, you know how it is. The government doesn't like to give. <laughs> they don't want to give anybody cool. anything. This is the ghetto. Exactly. Like, America is the ghetto. Exactly. So sad. But I, I agree with you. I, I agree with you. I think it might take um, maybe next year for the vaccine. My biggest concern is there's a lot of people and a lot of money going into vaccine. I'm just worried that are you guys actually taking your time to make sure the vaccine is going to work and it's healthy and it's safe for everyone, or are you just going to try and just go shoot through it and then if you get results that are eh, you know, like okay, versus okay, these results are concrete. That's my biggest concern. Like, I just have a feeling that some of them are so hungry for a vaccine. And I, I don't, I'm not saying that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing to, to try and find something. It's about how you do that. Are you going to go through the same protocols you normally do where you have to test, test, test people out first, 
before you mass produce it, that's my concern. Because, like, there's already a lot of people who are already saying, even if the vaccine comes out this year, no one's going to take it. Because Yeah, thinking, I'm like, kind of scared. Like, I don't want to take it yeah. because, t- honestly, like, we don't know, like, what's going to happen to us in five or ten years away or, or even, like, what's going to happen if we have kids. Like, are our kids going to be okay because we have this vaccine that was so rushed? But at the same time, I know that there is a need for it. Yeah. But it's just, uh, it's so scary. But, anyways, thank you so much for telling us like your experience and with your family. So, stay safe yeah, of course. and keep staying aside. And um, I hope Atlanta's okay. Girl, it ain't nothing like New York, but um, hopefully things start going back down because some people are still ignoring the. You know, everyone can go outside now. People are still staying at home, so that's a good thing. That's, that's a, a good, good time. thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I appreciate you for having me on. And also, I hope you're doing well and that your family is doing well, too. They are. All right. This brings us to the end of this episode. Shout out to my friend and to my cousin Fortune for coming in here, telling us what their perspective is, how they're dealing with the whole thing that's happening. Um, I do hope everyone out there is staying safe. Um, everyone's washing their hands. Please stay inside if you don't have to be out, not just for yourself, but other people around you, because, you know, you don't know what you're carrying. And this is literally the only way to help stop the spread is just if people just stay home. So please stay home again like this podcast like it share it um our next topic is literally going to be like what do you wish you knew while you were in college like freshman year while you were in college and going through the whole college experience and also like how did the decisions that you made academically um affect you when it came to graduation like what did you like what were you expecting with the choices that you had chosen you know academically and what were the results of that on graduating so if you want to be part of that discussion you you want to be part of that conversation please go ahead and send me a message through my personal instagram um or again like please follow the twitter page at how far podcast you can also go in there and send a whatever and i can go ahead and read them out if you don't want to be on the show but you would still like to like have an input you're welcome to send that message in and i will read it out thank you guys stay safe